Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I am good. And uh, it's been a pretty interesting week, huh? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to unpack uh, with both shows, I would say, because mm-hmm. uh, we had a new storyline coming into fruition on one, and then this whole other thing with the Young and the Restless. So, welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where both Keisha and I recap both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful, and this is for the week of july 26th through july 30th and um yeah i mean i will say first of all thank you guys for coming back every week i even had post something in the group right Mm -hmm. i post the podcast link in the groups Mm -hmm. and i think in some of the groups that i'm in there's an admin that you know I'm, i'm not the owner of the group but they have to approve the posts Mm-hmm. And I think when I posted last week on early Saturday, it didn't get approved until I think late Sunday, almost Monday. Mm-hmm. And so one of the people who I guess listened to our show was like, why am I just getting this? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'm sorry. I don't control the rights to the to the actual group. So it depends on the administrator to release posts and approve them to be posted in the group so mm-hmm. I'm you know not to throw I'm not throwing shade or anything because hey I'm an administrator of a lot of different groups so I understand the process of going through approving posts right. but it just uh, kind of gives the idea of the fact that people are waiting for our content <laughs> yeah. so that's nice to see actually so I wanted to share that so I appreciate you guys as much well we appreciate you guys not just me we appreciate you guys as much as um you appreciate us providing the content so i just had to put that out there yeah i know how i know how it can be waiting for a podcast to podcast podcast episode to come out because i have a there's a few that i listen to that are um severely like inconsistent on when they post Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. their episodes they can it can be anywhere from they can do it weekly and then suddenly you don't see anything from them for a month so it's like when is another one going to be posted so yeah i i understand that uh that commenters feelings of why am i just now getting this (laughs) yeah 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 to seeing ours every week right and the thing is you know as much as um, I would hope people sub- subscribe to our podcast, a lot of people just listen to us waiting for that link to be dropped in the Facebook group. So that's why, you know, usually when we're done, you know, I'm putting it all together and getting it out the door because people are waiting to hear what we have to say. And I appreciate we appreciate all of that. Yep, certainly yes, is. we do. All right. So let's uh, first of all, we recap the Young and the Restless first, if you're new here. Uh, in the first half of the show, and then the second half of the show, we recap for the week, The Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, 
And then at the end of the show, we also do what is called flip the script, which if there's a particular storyline or scene that you wish that we wish that we could change, that's where we get the opportunity to flip the script. So, all right. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with the Young and the Restless. So for the week of July 26th through July 30th, after Victoria declared her love for Ashlyn, he decided to seek medical treatment. Phyllis schemed to prove that Sally and Tara are in collusion. Jack ended things with Sally for good. Phyllis found out that Eric Forrester had recommended Summer. And Mariah begged her unseen captor for her freedom. Mm-hmm. And there were other little storylines in there, I think. We didn't really get a lot of Amani and all of that, the sudden aim storyline this week, did we? Um, we didn't see Imani at all. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Nope. No, we did see a little bit of Amanda, but it was in like a romantic setting with Devon yeah. or whatever, you know. So, all right. So where do you want to start first? Where do you want to do a deep dive at first? Um, I feel like the only deep dive this week is the the storyline with um, about Summer and mm-hmm. her moving out of town. Because everybody okay. else's was kind of fleeting. Yeah, yeah. Like even the the whole I feel like the Ashlyn thing kind of ties into to that storyline a little bit. Okay. Okay. So there's some two small couple things that happened this week. Let's tell you want to just kind of peel back the layers with the whole Mariah thing. Yeah. Okay. Well what's your thoughts on that? I I, do you think that because for a while it was all speculation we never actually got to see Mariah until one day this week mm-hmm. how do you think how they handle that storyline so far I, that whole thing is a mystery to me because it's like who 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 is trying to like what are they trying to do with this are they trying is somebody just trying to steal the baby um, are they trying to cause her to lose the baby because and, and it also depends on who it is that's doing it. Like if it's Stitch, if it if it's truly Stitch that's doing it, is he trying to cause Mariah to lose the baby because he doesn't he doesn't want um what's her name? Abby. He doesn't mm-hmm. want Abby to move on with her life building her family or like some people are saying it's Nina and I don't understand why Nina would do something like this. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So like I have no, I have no clue of what direction the writers are going in with this. Like I don't know what the, what the cause of her being kidnapped is. I don't know what, the desired result is going to be, and I honestly don't have any clue who it could be other than Stitch. And yeah, because normally in kidnapping storylines, you'll see two sides of it. You'll see the people that's missing the individual, and then you'll see the captor. And the captee, or if I'm choosing the right words, having a conversation about why they're holding her hostage. In this case, we don't know who it is and what the end game is to this. So are you kidnapping her to take her baby? Are you kidnapping her to do... I mean, and then they're sustaining Mariah by giving her food and and, uh, uh, maternity meds. So it's like, okay, you're taking care of the baby. So I don't, I don't get it. I, I just, 
this storyline from day one when they had been trying to, you know, we've talked about it mm-hmm. before, you know, with when they remove the the um, what was her husband's name? Oh, Chance. When they removed the Chance character out of this, everything just went left. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Well, go ahead. And I, so at, earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, was when people um, were guessing that maybe it was Nina, which I don't understand why Nina would be doing this unless mm-hmm. unless it, she's going to, if it is her, the only thing that I could think of is her justifying it by, well, I saw how stressed out she was. Um, you know, everybody was kind of getting on her nerves and I I thought that this would just be a way that um, she's being taken care of she's just isolated from everybody else and her is going to it would keep her from being stressed out which really that would be the opposite because as far as Mariah knows she's just been kidnapped so mm-hmm. that's not going to relieve any stress so I, I I don't I don't really see or I can't come up with any real reason why Nina would do something like this so I was a little confused about those um accusations but then this week in the scene with um Tessa mm-hmm. when she was like when Tessa told her that she was gonna track track Mariah's phone to see if she could find her mm-hmm. and her response was oh you're going you're going through with that or or you're really gonna do this or something like that almost like she was concerned a little bit mm-hmm. but I just I just, I still don't see this being Nina doing this. I guess the only reason that I see that they're projecting this onto Nina is because she's been so passive. She's been always trying to talk them down. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, I don't think it's a big deal. Oh, I don't think you should do this. When I would think you, there's a woman that's carrying a, 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 a person separate from you carrying your child that you technically haven't seen in two weeks and you cannot talk to her over the phone and you're getting vague texts. Why wouldn't that concern you? And that's why I think a lot of folks are saying, why is Nina being so, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. She's trying to play it down. But I feel like they're all doing that. I mean, other than, than Tessa and maybe a little bit of Abby, but I feel like Devon is also like, oh, she'll be fine. You know, we just... We were just stressing. Yeah, I out. just and I agree with you, know? you. I just think they've been really passive over somebody that's been missing that you haven't verbally spoken to. Because I, yeah. I, I think I even said that last week too. I was like, they all are just Nina's a, a little bit more at a higher degree with hers, mm-hmm. but the rest of them is. I mean, Devon and who's the other and Abby. Abby is going back and forth. Tessa is like, this don't sit well with me. Yeah. Even, even her mother and it's like who does that yeah. if if I haven't talked to my now, my daughter now lives out of state if I haven't talked to her for two weeks and and the communication is not the usual type that we do and it's vague and I'm calling and I'm going straight to voicemail I'm not going to have somebody try to say oh well she just need a break I'm going to be like no nah, this is not her right this is not her and so for those people like Sharon, that's her mama. You should know that that girl has been all about that baby and reporting in 
making yeah. sure that they're good. And now all of a sudden she's like, uh, I need some time away. No, you're doing a particular service for someone else. Right. And even if that was Mariah's stance, just say this was legit. Somewhere in the in this conversation, be like, look, I feel you, but we asked you and we have contracts in place to say, hey, you need to be present and right. have active communication. This, I mean, they're just way too casual about this. And the only person that's really taking this thing seriously is Tessa. Yep. I agree. Yeah, it just makes no sense. And the storyline is just ridiculous to yeah. me. I mean... Yeah, it's like they just they just keep going down these roads of unexplainable and nonsensical situations. <laughs> and exactly. I, I think this is probably one of the biggest ones because like you said, who just disappears when they're carrying somebody else's child regardless exactly. of they feel like they're being... Um, you know, hounded and people are hovering over them. No one is just going to completely up and disappear. Exactly. And my thing is all the people that they pay money to to get attorneys to put stuff in place, y'all not going to enforce the contract? Right. I mean, come on. Like I said, if this was legit, somebody would be like, need to say, okay, I understand you need some time away, but we have contracts in place that you need to have communication with us. So what are you doing? Yeah. And this whole thing may have made a little more sense had um, the hovering and stuff been more present than what it was in the storyline. Because I, right. I it wasn't. Like it only happened like a couple of times when um, that one time when they were trying to offer her food or tea or something like that and she was like, no, I'm fine. Or when I think Abby like freaked out because she she hadn't been home yet or something and mm-hmm. I, I can't remember where Mariah was at but she like freaked out for like a small a, a small bit and then Mariah showed up or something like that I can't remember what it was but it was only like literally a couple of times and it wasn't and even Mariah wasn't like oh my gosh you guys are getting on my nerves blah 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 right. she just kind of laughs it off and was like it's all good you know I understand so that's why, again, that's why this it doesn't make sense for them to to believe that she's disappeared because she feels like everybody's hovering over her too much because she yeah. hasn't even been treating it like that. Exactly. It just makes no sense. And then the other thing, and what's the end goal with the person that's holding her hostage? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yep. We won't know until we figure out who it is. Yeah, I mean, and then the other part of this is Stitch. Mm -hmm. Because he claimed that he got this job as the head of surgery, and then we hear later in the week that Nate got it. Right. So he lied. (laughs) Unless there's two, I mean, granted, you can have two surgery departments, but in this case, Stitch is lying. Yeah. But again, that goes to okay, Stitch. What you want with this girl, baby? What are you? Are you trying to keep a baby out of her life so you can get with her? Are you trying to keep the baby away so you can take advantage of the child because you wish you could have had a baby with her? I, I just, I don't get it. They drop Stitch in the middle of the storyline with no actual context, right? And I, I, I just have a hard time believing that he's turned into some 
nefarious yeah. person yeah. right that would kidnap a pregnant woman so it, i almost like i wonder if it's something else, if it has something to do with his son and he just doesn't want to tell anybody and he's trying to i don't know maybe he's trying to take care of the situation without it being public knowledge so his son doesn't get in trouble I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I think they botched this storyline. Whatever reason that Donnie Boaz was pulled out and there was a lot of speculation around that when he was removed from playing chance. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Go get somebody else. Yeah. You pull this man out and then make the chance character go on this secret assignment. And he's been gone forever. You drop a few nuggets about a sweatshirt that Devon had. How did he even get that? You know, it's, it just don't make sense. And it's like writers. Why won't you just bring this whole situation together by bringing Chance home? You know, if, if, if you want to keep stitching this, that's her ex. Make it a triangle. Yeah. You know, a baby is on the way. I mean, there's so many other ways to go with this. Yep. I ain't feeling it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> it just it just don't make any sense. But anywho, okay. Did you have anything else on that whole debacle? Nope. All right. Um I'm trying to think. Outside of that, what else did we have? Because like you say, everything else tied into the Sally Terra situation, right? Yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about the scene where Billy and Victoria are talking about her relationship with Ashlyn. I thought that was a, I thought that was a cool little scene. Yeah, he just, he, he pretty much conceded because, you know, they've been going around with each other for a while Yeah. before Ashlyn came to town because at one point Victoria said that she was still in love with Billy. Mm-hmm. And now that's off the table since Ashlyn has come around. And um, now that she's had started seeing Ashlyn, Billy was feeling some kind of way. But mm-hmm. she, you know, he now realizes that, you know what? Yeah, you in love with this dude. I'm yeah. going to have to let you have that. Yeah, what, I thought, what, that, I thought mm-hmm. that was sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when Ashlyn shows up and I forget what exactly he says to him, but basically just wishing them well and how he is sorry about all the stuff that Ashlyn's going through health wise and stuff like that. I'm just, it's, it's kind of like a relief to that. He's finally like letting up on that whole situation and just letting them do their thing instead of constantly questioning and, you know, being skeptical of, of Ashlyn and what his intentions are and what Victoria is trying to do. And it, I feel like now he'll start to mind his own business and leave Victoria alone. <laughs> right. I, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was a pretty interesting thing that he decided to take a back seat. And, of course, Ashlyn overhears them. And Ashlyn is like, well, that's interesting coming from her ex. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all do you. Yeah. And he just left. And I know that was kind of shocking to Ashlyn because he's used to the pushback. Right. 
I'm kind of glad that he kind of got out of the way of that. You know, yeah. it's like how many times y'all gonna be going going uh, in circles with this thing, right? So, and he was he was working my nerves. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you probably get a break from that now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I know this couldn't been the entire week about Sally. Wasn't there something else? Um. Because I'm trying to, and I mean, if we have to, we have to. Oh, uh, earlier this week, Phyllis and Billy strategized against Tara and Sally, which goes into that. Yeah. Um, let me see if there's anything. Sharon Adam. Oh, Sharon and Adam. Okay, let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. Them two are in denial. Mm-hmm. Stop playing with your feelings. And my thing is, and I've said this probably a hundred times over the time we did this podcast. If you want that dude, you should have got with him and vice versa. Before what, even when Chelsea was still with Nick mm-hmm. and y'all were trying to, y'all should have just put that whole thing in the basket, go on a picnic and enjoy your life because Y'all, all y'all doing is continue to deny each other. Everybody's getting mad. Now Ray is in the middle of this. Chelsea got in the middle of this because they ended up together. Yeah. And because they're denying their feelings. And listen, Chelsea gets all of the accountability in the world for what she did. However, because, I mean, there's some things that she could have chose to do differently. A lot of things. But I can't understand a reaction to seeing your fiance kissing his ex. Mm-hmm. Now I don't I don't say she needs to go and try to do attempted murder, but I understand that if you see your dude kissing somebody else, you're gonna feel some kind of way about that. But that shouldn't have even been happening if they just went ahead and got together in the first place. Right. This has been what going on for how long now? Since that was the end of 2019, when they were that I keep going back to that hot scene in Adam's apartment. That was the end of 2019. We're talking. We're almost at toward the middle end of 2021. So almost two years. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why the writers keep going around in circles with them. And they have chemistry. That's the thing, you know, I mean, they're a couple off screen anyway. Mm-hmm. So you got free reign to just, if you put them together on screen and just let them be them because it's going to be natural. Yeah. And I could totally understand wanting like the build up, but I feel like mm-hmm. we had that build up for back too long. 2019, 2020, where there were plenty of chances for them to finally just put them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like with this recent drama with them, mm-hmm. with, with the the whole little triangle with them, there was a chance for them to finally put them together, and they still didn't do it. They still didn't do it. They I had mean, to forgive her again mm-hmm. and, and work things out. And it's like, I don't. What are you? Where are you guys going with this? I mean, are you going to drag this out for the next five years that they're going to be lusting over each other and they're going to be awkward around each other and? Mm-hmm. Ray is getting suspicious because she was like, when she, did you see her talking to Connor? When she <laughs> said, your daddy has been talking to you all the time. I'm like, stupid, stupid, yep. stupid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, Ray was like, well, how would you know that? In so many right. words. 
Yeah. And so he's got, you, and he's mm-hmm. got a right to. Yeah, that's their, your husband. Yeah, because of their past, he's got a right to, you know, to to wonder like, are how much time are you spending with Adam, or have you been spending with Adam while I've been gone? You know. Just, so, yeah. I just think that's a waste of a storyline. You gave Ray and Sharon their time together. They almost, like you said, they had several opportunities to put them two together. Remember the hotel scene? When she was trying to cancel, mm-hmm. uh, cancel, counsel Adam when mm-hmm. he found out what happened to A.J. Montalvo and he took off and he was in this hotel and she was in a secret hideaway. She slept over, all that old kind of stuff. There's many opportunities you could have put Adam and Sharon together. There is a whole Facebook group dedicated to them. Yep. <laughs> because people know the chemistry that they have. Yeah. You know, and now we're back at it again now in late July going into August where Ray is again wondering what the heck is going on between the, you two. Mm-hmm. Have y'all been talking? She fantasizing about him. Exactly. Adam is dropping little, you know, I I'll, I still think about you all the time. Type of yep. Stuff. Yep. It's like, just go ahead and just let them two be together. Let everybody enjoy the moment. Let them enjoy the moment. And then if you need to break them up like they do in Soap Opera World, give us a year or two with them, and then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Get it out the way, because this whole cat and mouse thing that they're doing is getting old. Yep. It's getting old. So, you know, and she was actually sitting at the table talking to Ray. And then fantasizing at the same time talking to Adam. Yeah. And it's like, girl, <laughs> stop the, and get the only together. get it together. <laughs> and the only the only reason that she's not with Adam is because she's so worried about what everybody's gonna think of her. That's what this comes down to. Because that was the biggest issue before she got involved with Ray. She was so concerned about what the Newmans and what the, everybody else in General City is going to think about being with the outcast. Well, now he's not. He's an, not outcast. an outcast, right? So my, I wonder how how much longer are you going to hold off now? Because people are starting to accept Adam, and mm-hmm. he's you know going around and apologizing to people and trying to change his ways and all that kind of stuff, and people are seeing that and they're receptive of it. And of course, she sees it. So now I feel like it's more about um, maybe proving Ray wrong mm-hmm. because Ray, you know, has has asked before, like, what's going on between you two? And she denies that there's anything going on or that there's any feelings there, any romantic feelings there. So now I feel like it's going to be more of a she just she doesn't want to admit it because what Ray has been saying all this time he would have been right about and all of all of the worries and concerns that he's had about her um having you know continuing her friendship with adam even though she's married to him he will mm-hmm. be right about i mean honestly I, I just it's like at what point like you say now he's coming into his whole um what's the word i want to use that they uh re- redemption mm-hmm 
okay, so now what? Do you want him now? I don't think people, except for Billy, because Billy thinks that Adam is going to never change. Yeah. Because I think that was a conversation that happened this week too, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah, she did. She did talk to Billy. Yeah, because he was. She was talking to Adam, and he was like, "You mean to tell me that you can forgive him?" And she started to say, "Hey, you know, this is a man that saved my daughter not only once but twice, risked his freedom, blah blah blah." And Billy was like, "Okay, but that type of." scum or whatever word he used doesn't change and it's like and I'm kind of glad that uh, um, Sharon kind of put it back on you we could say the same thing about you too Yep. I mean seriously you have a and that's the crazy thing Billy hates him so much Billy needs to go and he still haven't dealt with that I thought that they tried to do that in that storyline with the DID yeah when Delia was trying to tell him, dude, let it go. I have. Maybe you should, too. And it did it work. And, you know, of course, he's like, I'm a changed man. Because remember, Victoria was in the cabin and they made all these special effects and all this old kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. But Billy is never going to get over that. But even with Sharon defending Adam... Mm-hmm. she defends Adam to everybody and I mean she has the right to do that okay but when are you going to stand up for yourself and just say you know what I want this man I gotta have him I need to be with him yeah because other than that Ray is going to always be looking over his shoulder because he knows where her head is yep Girl, I, I wish they took writers if any of you even if one of you listens to our show, please <laughs> eventually stop the cat and mouse game with those two and give give us some time with them. Yeah. Just give us some time. And I mean, they might say, oh, well, we wrote Sharon and Adam together years ago. Okay, but that was years ago. We have redeemed Adam now. Let's see how it works. I'm interested. So, anywho. Um, there was also Chelsea. Do she seem like a different person when she was talking to, um, Chloe? Yeah, she sounds like she has pretty much forgiven Adam. Like she's okay with them now. She's not as bitter as she was, um, when all this first started, or even when she was in the hospital. Yeah. Yep. Which Chloe Chloe doesn't like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, weren't you trying to get her? to like understand that she needs to heal when it comes to him and now you're telling her you're basically saying that you Continue don't like to hate him she's, mm. yeah, that she's forgiven him don't you go back there I mean I, you can't take out of sight that Adam is who he is even though you're working for him exactly that's what I was thinking if you hate him that much why are you working for him and I, I, I know that she, they said something about how, or she said something about how they need the money, her and Kevin. But it's hard for me to believe that there's not absolutely anything else that you could have done. With, with your as, fashion line. Yeah, with as much as you can't stand Adam. It's hard for me to believe that that was and your only option. here's the thing. She got an option with Lauren. Lauren is your sister-in-law? Yeah. 
so I mean, right. I mean, Fenmore is a fashion house. You have a fashion line. So if you really didn't want to work for Adam, your sister-in-law owns a whole international fashion house. Right. You know, but no, you want to go over there and throw throw swords and throw digs. And I, I give it to Adam. He he held his ground with her, even made her look crazy. Yeah. When it comes to find out that he wasn't doing anything nefarious with her. Yep. And, and when then, she thought when she thought he was firing her and he when he told her, uh, get out of my office or something like that and she was like, I knew this was a lie. I knew I knew you were lying about wanting to change, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, uh, no, here's your key to your office. I just need you to get out of mine, basically. Yeah. And then she come in asking for all this stuff thinking that he was going to give up pushback, and he was like, I'm giving you an unlimited budget. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And she like, um, okay. Yeah, but then you sitting in his office, who you talking to, his his child's mother, mm-hmm. who she seemed to kind of like through counseling has gotten better. And you telling him, don't trust Adam, don't trust Adam. The question is, should Adam even trust you? You worried about right. trusting him. Yeah, and I'm I wanna know like how how much of the the attitude is Adam gonna take with her? Like I get that he feels like he's got something to make up for, but mm-hmm. at some point it's like you gonna stop disrespecting me. Especially right. when I'm your employer. Yeah. I mean, this man then gave you a job. She didn't he didn't gave his ex a job, you know, once she get better mm-hmm. to do what they want. You got your own office. You got a limited budget. And you still acting crazy. Right. How long should he take that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I understand I got something to make up for you and you waiting for the shoe to drop. But I can't continue to tiptoe around you while you just act reckless with me. Yep. So... Yeah, that whole thing, it it was hilarious, but it does seem like Chelsea, you know, they're trying to write her being a better person, so. I wonder if um, they're going to try to go down that path of putting them back together. Not necessarily Adam wanting to get back with her, but I wonder Mm -hmm. if Chelsea is going to try to get back with Adam at some point when she comes back from maternity leave. Why does it seem like that in that video? Didn't it seem like she yeah. kind of like, yeah, that, mm-hmm. and I think that's why um, uh, Chloe was like, because that conversation sounds similar right when Chelsea was about to get back with Adam. So it kind of sounds, I'm like, is she trying to get back with him? I don't know, but that's the thing, because who had, I think um, Ray had a conversation with Adam, didn't he? about I'm trying to think somebody had a conversation and brought up the fact of Chelsea coming back and maybe get them getting back together and Adam was like no I don't see that happening who was he talking to Uh, I'm trying to remember remember Ray and was that the conversation that Ray had with when he was talking to Sharon it might have been either Ray and Sharon but I remember the conversation came up toward with Adam and either he brushed it off by not addressing it mm-hmm. 
it was something. And I, I know it had to be in the middle of this week. It wasn't like yesterday. I don't quite remember. I don't know. Maybe someone in our audience is listening and maybe be like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I don't think Adam want to revisit that. I don't think he does either. Mm-mm. I think he's done. Yep. I think he's done. Whatever happened, remember that girl that they said that they were bringing on to hire as a, remember we were talking about it? Probably like March or April. What happened to her? Because people were wondering that, wondering if she was going to be a, um, a love interest for like Jack or Adam or whoever. Uh, maybe that she girl? just hasn't started yet. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to bring that in. You know, that would, I kind of want, if you're not going to put Adam with Sharon, bring a whole new girl into this. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him with somebody new. Yeah, somebody away from anybody that he ever dated. Don't yeah. go back to Chelsea. If you're not going to revisit the Sharon and and Adam thing, give him a whole new girlfriend. Or I would even be open to putting him, putting Sally with him. I wouldn't only because um, Adam is trying to clean up his life and being with Sally is not going to allow him to do that because Sally is in her scheming, um, back in her scheming mode since she's come to Genoa City. Okay, I'm going to write a quick storyline. So what if she's at her lowest point? She lost Jack and they happen he she has a conversation with one of the unlikeliest people because she's never been in the same space but ask Bo and the beautiful they're good at dropping people in spaces that they've never been in anywho <laughs> so um what if they wrote a storyline where adam because he's been where sally was and how it didn't work well putting them in a love affair because sometimes a love of a good person or a person can help you change. Is it possible that he may be that guiding force to say, I know what you I know what you about. I've been there. I've even done that and some. And maybe get her, because she don't need to be with somebody with Jack. When you got somebody like her, she needs to be somebody that she met her match. You can't pull that with me. Mm-hmm. Jack is He's a soft, soft-hearted individual. You know, mm-hmm. he 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 wears his heart on his sleeve. He he falls in love easily. That's why we got to talk about and unpack this whole scheme in a minute with them. But who's to say putting Sally in a way of uh, Adam to put that? Because I mean, they could write anything that they want with them, and maybe mm-hmm. get her to kind of slow down a little bit because Adam knows that path. What do you think? I would be I think okay they would be spicy it. together. I would be okay with it if that mm-hmm. is the road that they would go down with her. Right. Um, I wouldn't want her to be a schemer with Adam because yeah. like you said, Adam is in the redemption process. Yeah. And yeah, her little all the little stuff she's doing would totally basically But you know her. what? Now I'm having second thoughts because the moment I now I can kind of see where you're coming from because the moment she starts getting involved with Adam, everybody's going to ch- turn on Adam and say, okay, you getting involved with somebody like that because that her behavior, especially when all this stuff come out mm-hmm. about the summer thing, 
they're going to be ostracized. Yep. So if she jump into that whole thing with Adam, the Abbots, the Newmans, or anybody else that you know is around Summer and supporting her, and even Phyllis, they're going to now look at him like giving him the side eye. Did you really yeah. change? Why are you lining up with somebody like her? Yeah. Yeah. So she would need to actually, in order to get with Adam, she would actually need to fix herself first. Yep. Especially considering in the short time that she's been on the show. Right. Exactly. All the all the different all the different um things that she's done. It's it's a little different for Adam right now because it's been over the years with him and now he's right. trying to, you know, redeem himself. Right. He's really making an effort. With Sally it was the whole drama with her trying to steal Summer's job. Right. Um, and then saying, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, I don't want to have a, a rivalry with you. You know, all apologetic. Mm-hmm. And then she does something else again. And then tries to apologize again and say, I'm sorry. You know, can we just be friends? Can we call a truce? And then she does something else. So it's like, there's too much. Um, it was too. It's too much in the short period that she's been there for for her to, even if they did try to put them, or even if it wasn't trying to put them together, for her to to try to do a redemption, I guess, um, her little redemption cycle, because it's like, how long is this going to last this time? Last time, it was a couple weeks. The time before that, it was, you know, maybe three weeks. Are you going to give us a month and then, you know, figure out some some other way to to scheme somebody or, you know what I mean, lie about something else or try to backstab somebody in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll, it would be too soon right now for anybody to really believe that Sally is trying to change. Yeah, it's going to take a minute, especially after all this stuff blow up with Summer. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to come out and it might, I don't know when, but it looked like it might be very soon. Yep. Because we see some uh, Phil is going off to L.A. to speak to Eric Forrester with his crazy behind. But yep. anyway, that's a, I, I'm not going to go there yet. <laughs> We're going to say that to the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, so okay, so okay, let's take what if they ended up putting Tara with, but that's still bad too. Yeah. If they put Tara with Adam. Yeah, she's even, I feel like, even more dangerous than Sally because she has put on a very good front of being this really sweet um, person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Well, it looked like um, if they're not going to put Sharon with him, I don't know if they're going to revisit the Chelsea relationship with Adam. Just bring him a new girl. Get him a new girl. Hopefully, Bring whatever somebody on. that they were talking about a couple months ago is really still coming on to the show. And- I hope so. Because now, look, um, well, um, I was going to say Jack, that whole thing is blowing up. Maybe because put him with somebody else, you know, I don't know. But um, I'm trying to think, did we have anything else with, uh, with Adam. the whole Adam and uh, that storyline, though? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Let's just go ahead and dive deep into. Oh, okay. So, 
this is where we originally started off at the beginning of the week mm-hmm. with this storyline where Phyllis and Billy try to strategize against Tara and Sally and look like that went nowhere. Kind of. Kind of. Because <laughs> they, got, they got a little something out of it. It just wasn't solid. Okay, and so what's your thoughts on it? Um... I don't even think Bill, did Billy even participate in any way. Or all he did not was really. I mean, that's that why it's not yeah. that as memorable. Yeah. So the way Phyllis went about setting that whole thing up with them, with her sending that text from Sally's phone, and then the video of them in the elevator arguing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like it was solid enough for her to to go to Jack and Kyle and say, look, there's something going on with them because you can't hear anything. And yes, it looks very suspicious. Like why why would they have why would they be in a heated exchange like that in the elevator? Um but I still feel like in this case, because it's coming from Phyllis, that Phyllis needs hard evidence. Like she needed audio because the video doesn't really prove anything other than, well, Phyllis, you sent a text from her phone. Of course she was pissed off. Maybe that's why they were mad at each other. But it did enough to alert Jack and Kyle um, to kind of open their eyes to see that, that Sally and Tara have been like, I guess, ha- not hanging out, but, you know, collusion. They've been in each, yeah, connecting with each other. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though using the excuse of her shoe line it did raise their suspicions a little bit, but they're still, they're still skeptical. Like they aren't fully, they haven't fully like brought into the idea of what Phyllis is saying, that they had something to do with that um, was summer leaving town. So, so here, before we even go into all of that, I want to ask you a question because I have seen Monday's episode and, um, what this to me with Phyllis all comes down to, and I mean, even because Nick is back, mm-hmm. Nick asked the question, Are you just trying to bring this girl back home? She's happy over there. Mm-hmm. What is, is, is this all about blowing up Tara and um, Sally, or is this about wanting to have Summer come home back to GC? Period. I, I think it's a little of both. Because okay. you can be, she can be pissed off that they did what they did to Summer and want to expose them for this is, this is the whole, this was the catalyst to why Summer left. She can expose all that and Summer can still say, yes, they did this to me. I'm pissed off about it. But you know what? When I moved here, I realized this is really what I wanted and I'm going to stay. And I feel like if, if Phyllis, I feel like Phyllis would accept it more Knowing that so? everybody, knowing that the truth was out, yeah, because right now nobody, ha- no one has any idea that Sally and Tara planned this whole thing. So I think her main thing is letting everybody know they these two are not the sweet little innocent women that Kyle and Jack think they are. I'm going to expose them for what they did to Summer and all the little schemes that they've been trying to pull, and then after all of that is out. If Summer then says, I'm glad that it's out and I'm glad people know who they really are, um, but I've come to realize that I actually like it here and I want to stay, I think Phyllis would be more accepting of it that way. Because she was accepting of Summer leaving before she realized or before she knew that 
Tara and Sally had anything to do with it. She she was accepting of it, and she told Kyle, "You have to accept it and let it go." She was sad, but she wasn't angry like she is now that she knows that they had something to do with it. Okay. So the I only think reason, her main uh, thing is, uh-huh. is just is it's is exposing their lives. Okay. Because she said something very interesting, and I think a part of her, like you say, she wants to blow those two women out of the water. Okay. But at the end of this, on the end of Monday's episode, and you know, guys, we do sometimes little spoilers on this particular podcast. Excuse me. So I want to make sure that, you know, we let you know that. I should have said that at the top of the show because some people, they don't like spoilers, but we do that here. So, and if you've been with us probably for the year and eight, nine months that we've been doing the show, you probably are aware of that because I do drop nuggets for the new week. One of the things that I will say at the end of Monday episode, she was like, she was, and when Nick decided to side with her because she gave him grief, mm-hmm. but I'm not going, I'm going to um, let y'all get a handle of that. But she did say something interesting. I want to blow these women out the water so my daughter can finally come back home. So. Yeah. Because she knows that Summer isn't happy there. I don't right. believe Summer so, is happy there. She's just putting on a front for everybody. Right. So with that being said, there was nothing about, I, I, I would see if she would say, you know, at least I can get to the bottom of this and then find out whether or not she wants to be here or there. It was all about her just coming back home to be with her. And I'm like, well, then what is your actual, because how is she going to feel when she blow them women out the water and this girl say, yeah, yeah, okay, we know the truth, blah, 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 but hey, I'm staying in Italy. (laughs) Is that going to be a problem for her? Because she was really emotional, emotional about the fact that this girl can finally come home once this truth comes out. And I'm like, that's what the end game. You want this girl right back in GC. And she said to take her old job back at JCB. Mm-hmm. Really? You got a job of, that girl got a job of a lifetime. The other thing is, and I guess what don't sit well with me is, me, you and I talked about this in the past too, is that Summer has firepower behind her. The moment when Tara dropped that bombshell about, oh, if you tell what I'm doing, I'm going to run off with my son. Mm-hmm. You got a whole Newman family, which has Victor Newman in it. And you can't tell me you didn't believe in your fiance enough for him to believe you and to be mad at you for telling him the truth. None of that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's so, all that's all weak writing though because they, yeah that's they what I and that's up. what I was saying it's it's they really did a disservice with that part of the storyline they could have yeah they needed to come up with something more a more solid reason for why summer left town and not because she Tara felt afraid, afraid and she was yes. backed in a corner because that's the same thing Phyllis is saying is like they back my daughter in a corner all of that girl is part of two of the biggest families across the world in GC and here comes Tara using that feeble threat that I'm going to take my son 
and run, and you mean to tell me that means that you run instead instead of tell Victor Newman, Jack Abbott, your fiance, and your powerhouse of a mother. Mm-hmm. They would have came after her with everything they got to get that boy back. So I just I I think they did a really bad decision with like you just said. They could have came up with something totally different as a reason for that girl hightailing it out to Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's an interesting storyline, to say the least, but going back to this elevator scene, they're stupid for what they did. Because my thing is, why would you run straight up into the hotel where Phyllis, Phyllis runs is. Yeah. That girl, you know that girl don't like you. You know that with the state of mind that you in, even just say Phyllis didn't send that text, and you running over there looking wild eyed and crazy, Phyllis is gonna be like, "What's that all about?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should have had her meet her somewhere else. Exactly. The girl got her phone back. She could have texted her like, "Look, I don't know what this text is about, but uh, can we meet somewhere?" Yep. That was dumb. And then they get up in the elevator. Can't even make it to the room. Y'all arguing and cussing. I think everybody... <laughs> like I said, arguing and cussing. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, I would think everybody knows that there are cameras in corporate elevators, business, hotels. There are cameras in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be in the audio, but it's like, was y'all thinking? Yeah, that I mean, was crazy. Probably weren't thinking that well, first, well, Sally had no idea what was going on, first of all. Right, she was blindsided. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess maybe Tara could have thought a little, like like we said, she probably should have just had Sally meet her somewhere else considering the text was mm-hmm. about the owner of the hotel. And Phyllis is always down there lurking around. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we all know that this is a progression of the storyline to kind of blow this thing wide open. You know, it had to go a certain way in order for the truth to come out. Yeah, but it was the way that they did it, it makes them look stupid. <laughs> yeah, and then Jack um, went so after. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess let's not skip to that part. I was going to talk about when Jack. No, girl, talk about whatever you want. Go ahead. I was just going to talk about how stupid it was once again out in the open. Jack and Kyle talking about Sally and Tara. No, and Tara had just literally walked out of the room. Mm-hmm. And she's lurking around the corner, listening in while they're standing in the open living room, having a discussion Listen. about whether or not they trust them. <laughs> right, and you know, as big as a mansion is, there are a lot of hiding places. Right. You know, and when you are in a nine hundred square a square foot apartment, not too many places you can hide. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can, but it's not too many places. You in a place like that where they live. There's many places to hide to hear secrets. Look at when Tara was on the phone mm-hmm. and Kyle was standing back there around that little hallway behind the stairs. Right. <laughs> it's like, do not have public conversations when there are people in the house. Now, she didn't, I don't think she knew Kyle was there. I think Kyle just happened to come in the house, right? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't know he was home. But at but but like you said with Jack and um with Jack and Kyle, that girl just walked out the room. Do you actually think for somebody that you have speculation about that they're not going to be listening? Right. 
your best bet would be like, you know what, let's go take a ride out and talk. Yep. You know, hey, you know, um, let's go have dinner at society or, you know, whatever. I think the best conversations happen when you're in your car with the person. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody can get the safest. Somebody, it's the safest. Yeah. I mean, because it's just you and them. And unless somebody put like a microphone or a bug in your car, that's the best place is to have conversations. There's no way, even if Tara followed them, she would have had no idea what they were talking about. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. That was stupid for that girl to just walk right out there, out that room, and then y'all talking about how y'all are listening to fillers. And, you know, girl, that was crazy. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. so go ahead. what do you think about when Jack confronted Sally about that, about the video? And um, she tried to deny it at first. That, she tried to deny that she didn't know what text or she didn't see the text or something like that. Now, and, honestly, did she actually know what the text said or did what you call it? Because remember, she was blindsided. She didn't. Okay, let's break this piecemeal. This so Phyllis stole her phone, sent a text message. Mm-hmm. Tara got the text message. She and I'm kind of glad that you know to make it interesting. The the because I think Phyllis was waiting on a response. She didn't get it at that moment. She got, of course, a reaction later. Mm-hmm. But at that point. Sally had no idea what was sent, what had been said. So when when Tara got there and confronted her and went talking to her in the elevator, she showed her, what is this text? And Jack yeah. asked her, did you see the text? Was she actually lying or did she not understand what was going on? I don't know. It's hard yeah, to call. I didn't, I didn't get that... Um... It didn't make sense to me that they that that was the reason why Jack exactly that wasn't exactly. a strong enough reason. I could see if she had lied about I didn't see Tara today. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he said, "Well, Phyllis sent me this video, so why are you lying?" That would have been different. But he he got mad that she said that she didn't see the text, which I thought was like that's that's what you guys picked for him to be mad about because <laughs> she didn't yeah. see it until Sarah Can- until Tara gave it to her. Okay, can you give me about a about five minute break, and then I'm gonna call you right. I'm gonna we're gonna start right over again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry for that short delay, and in, in podcast time, it probably was just one second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do we? Because I know you were talking, and I apologize for that because my I had to deal with something with my son real quick. Awesome. But um. Yeah, so go ahead and finish what you were saying about the whole thing with, uh, you know, uh, who was it? Sally and Tara? I think we were talking about how it didn't make sense that the reason Jack decided he didn't... um... Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, to me it was, that was, that reasoning didn't make sense because she didn't, she, she didn't really lie about anything. She didn't know about the text. She just kind of, 
I think she just she said that she didn't see it or she didn't know what text he was talking about when he asked her about it. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Well, you're." She showed it to you on the video, so why are you lying? And it was. I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. that that discussion in a different direction. Right. Mm-hmm. It just yeah that I just thought that was a little strange. <laughs> um, yeah, it was abrupt because of everything else. That was the defining moment for you when she said, I really didn't see that text. Well, she showed it to you. Okay, somebody could stick something in my face, but that don't mean I took the time to read it. Right, right. You know, because all we saw on the video was Tara shoving her phone in her face. Right, yeah. So can we can we back uh-huh. up a little bit to kind of like the beginning of all of this? Not necessarily when Phyllis and Billy were talking, but mm-hmm. I feel like the thing that kind of catapulted it was when Kyle or when Kyle and Tara were talking, talking, and Tara told him that. Um, excuse me, Tara told him that Phyllis blames her for the reason why Summer left town. Mm-hmm. So then Kyle takes it upon himself to go confront Phyllis about this mm-hmm. and to defend Tara. And it's like, Kyle, this this is one of the reasons why there were some issues there. Yeah. Why did you feel the need to go defend Tara to everybody? That's not your woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe it's the the mother of your child, but she's not your wife. She's not your girlfriend. She doesn't need you to defend her. Mm-hmm. she probably wants him to but it's not necessary for him to do that like right. who cares Your, his only concern should be Harrison but the right. fact that he feels like he has to save and protect her and and all that mess that's one of the reasons why there's issues mm-hmm. and he does it all the time he's always always talking about how he's going to protect her and take care of her and it's just it's annoying and I and I don't think Kyle means it in a romantic way because I don't think he's into terror like that but he mm-hmm. does a horrible job at sending mixed messages right so I feel like he's I feel like Tara probably thinks that she has a chance with him just based on the way that he communicates with her mm-hmm. and that's, I agree with you that's frustrating <laughs> And, and that's one of the reasons. Says anything to him about it? It's a, oh, you're making more of this than what it really is. I'm not trying to get back with Tara. Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, your actions aren't showing that. Yeah, and that was one of the things that Summer had issues with. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you were still with her, or even if Summer was there, and maybe they was taking some time apart, and Summer saw exactly what you were doing to her mother regarding Tara. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to this, and this is why I was saying weeks ago with Summer, is that part of her don't like this situation, whether Tara put that whole ultimatum on the table or not. Mm-hmm. She didn't like seeing how Kyle was moving with Tara. Mm-hmm. She didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any woman would see that. It's like, this is a girl that you cheated with on her husband. Mm-hmm. You got a whole kid. She lied to you about it. But then every time you look up, you're pandering to her. Right. You know, you having sleepovers. You didn't move this girl up into your house and everything else. 
why wouldn't Summer want to get out of that? Yeah. Even if there was no ultimatum. Yep. And that's where Kyle doesn't take, he doesn't take any responsibility when it comes to that. Like nope. He thinks there's nothing wrong with the fact that Tara is living in that house with him and his father. Mm-hmm. Like, and Jack got an issue with, I mean, he has some accountability on that too. I understand that this girl is going through a divorce, but a lot of this stuff is her doing. Yeah. She created that reality. Yep. She cheated on her husband. She got pregnant, lied to him about the paternity, and she got caught. Mm-hmm. Yep. She and sure everybody's did. Everybody's treating Ashton like he's a bad guy. That's the other thing I don't like is how I feel how um I I don't feel like Kyle mm-hmm. is showing any type of I think I may have said this before in the other po- the last podcast, but I, I just feel like he's not showing Ashley any type of like empathy or any kind of respect to him as being mm-hmm. the man that's been raising Harrison all the like for his entire life. Mm-hmm. Like think about how much of a blow that was to him. This man was he believed that that was his child, and he's just finding out that it's not. Now he's found out that he's got cancer and you guys keep painting him as some big bad guy that's trying to ruin Tara's life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And giving him, I feel like they give him issues every time he comes over there to see Harrison or to talk to Tara. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't, like the whole thing in the park, like that wasn't, um, that wasn't your best moment or whatever it was they keep saying to him. And it's like, well, the man was having a health crisis for one. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want his son to see that. Like, stop treating it as if he was, <clears throat> as if he was out there berating Tara and um, yelling at Harrison, you know, being abusive and cruel. That's not mm-hmm. what was happening, right? So, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't like the way I don't like the way they've been treating Ashlyn in this whole thing. I think it's you know. unfair. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, there's some accountability to go around in that in that Abbott mansion. It yeah. really is. I mean, granted, Tara is doing some really manipulative things, and I mean, I I'm I'm gonna put her on notice. I mean, because a lot of people, when you get in the groups, you have people taking sides and things like this. Me, I try to see objectively on and lay accountability where it, it needs to go. She definitely has some accountability to take because, well, she had a lot because of everything she orchestrated. All of this she did on her own. She put herself in this position. The other thing is, Jack is so enamored mm-hmm. by having this grandson, right? Because I think, is that it? Yeah, because I mean, we don't know what happened to chemo, whether or not he has kids or not, because he has another son out there, which they never revisit. Yeah, but um, when I guess in in Jack's eyes, this is his first and only grandson. He's just adoring, it. and it was him that was really instrumental in moving that girl in that house. Yeah, Kyle was cool with it, but Jack was the one that pulled the trigger and said, "Hey, you know what? Nope, we need to move her. Him, we got to get him a place to stay. You can stay here anytime. The house is yours." Remember all them conversations he was having. Yeah, and initially that was only because she was trying to hide from Ashley. Well, Ashley's exactly. there. Ashley knows where she is now. There's no, like, she's not trying to hide anymore. Make her move out. 
<laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, and she they they trying to make it look like she ain't got no money because that's another thing in episode of I the mean, episode ten. I'm so used to saying episodes by number because I do the <laughs> other recaps. But um, in Monday's episode is her acting like she don't have anything else. That if she move out, she has no money, no nothing. And I'm like, okay, but you got an international shoe line. Yeah. Where What happened to that money? Right, I'm confused about that. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a writer's flaw or they're just trying to make it look like she's lying. Yeah, yeah. And as smart as she comes off, it's hard for me to believe that even if her shoe line wasn't lucrative, Mm-hmm. That with her being married to a billionaire, that she doesn't have her own account somewhere where she was stashing money away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't see her as being this person that once she's kicked out. Because Kyle made it sound like she's gonna be homeless if it wasn't for them. And I'm like, <laughs> where you get that from? He says that on Monday. I'm like homeless. That's a y'all saying that because y'all want this girl to stay in this house with that boy. My, and I mean, I think yesterday's episode, she did say, you know what, why don't I just move out? And Jack tried to stop her. Yeah, I don't get that. That's why. You I, know, I, I, they, if, if, you know what, if you want the ultimate test, that would have been one right there. Because that girl pulled that because she thought Jack was going to do exactly what he yeah. did. Now, if he had called her bluff and say, hey, if that's what you feel is necessary hey, you know, I'll help you find a place. Then she would have been like, okay, uh, that wasn't what I expected. What do I do with that? You know? Yeah. Then she would have had to play the sympathy card and start crying. No, we gotta move out. We have nowhere to go. And then, of course, Jack would have fell right back in line. Yep. That's why I can't wait until all this comes out because she is pulling the wool over their eyes like nobody's business. Only thing that's intru- that concerns me is because Courtney Hope and Elizabeth Laner aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So where the if they're ousted out of and then of course we know that uh Michael Mueller is leaving. Mm-hmm. Where's this going? So is it that that boy is not his kid? And I know we I think we kind of addressed this last week when we talked. Yeah. But what is the what does that mean for Sally and and uh, and Tara if they have you know they're planning to still be actresses on this show? I wonder what storyline and the direction that's going to take them if they're ostracized. No, there's plenty of other things they can figure out for them. There's like whole, what? There's a whole storyline as far as Tara is concerned. She's still got the whole storyline with Ashley and Victoria. Well, we saw that, yeah, I mean, she could be a third will in that if he decides to save himself and he's now healthy. You know, it would she come in the middle of them? That That is true. That's a storyline. Yeah, and even if, it doesn't, even if it's not like a love triangle type thing, maybe she tries to fight him as far as, um, like, his will is concerned, the inheritance stuff when it comes to Harrison. Like, maybe she causes trouble there. You know what? I honestly have a feeling that Victoria going to end up pregnant. I hope she does because I'd love to see Tara's face. Yeah. I have a feeling because they've been sleeping together a lot. 
And that so would, it that wouldn't would be and, a great storyline because yeah. now that as far as Tara is concerned, Harrison, you know, he still looks as Harrison as his kid. That's Ashlyn's only child. So imagine mm-hmm. throwing in an actual biological child now. Well, did you see the previews for next week that they played yesterday? They talking about their honeymoon. So are those they getting married? Did you looks, see that? It looks like Victoria was shocked. So I think that was his way of asking her. Yeah, because they was like, we're going to go here or there or wherever they were talking about going. And then he was like, then we can use this place as our honeymoon. And I'm like, what? I had to actually replay it twice. Because yeah, I think I that was say, like, what are you talking about? Honeymoon? Right. I think that was his way of asking her to marry him. I honestly, if it wasn't for the cancer storyline, I would love to see them two together. I feel like we, his, I feel like now that he is going to seek treatment, I think they're going to cure him, and he's going to be okay. So you know what they tell tell me, um, Keisha, is that somebody's been listening to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but this is something uh, I, you know what I've honestly seen in the groups that people were rooting for those two. Yeah. And I do know that in some of the larger Facebook groups that have multiple thousands of people, there are um writers and stuff in those groups watching. I do know that. And okay. and even some of the actors and actresses are in some of those groups as well. So mm-hmm. If they're feeling the temperature of the fan base and they probably said, oh, the fans are interested in, you know, and plus he had a birthday yesterday, I think. Um, They are interested in having this guy stick around. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and write him healthy. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I would like because she need a new man and she needs somebody who is at they're at the same level. I'm not gonna say at her level. They're at the same level. Yeah, you know. And I, and see, I would love to see a little feud between her and uh, Tara because I think those two, or I don't. So I think Tara's manipulations are 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 like the way that she does things is like bad. Victoria mm-hmm. is. I feel like she's strategic. Not necessarily like vindictive um, or spiteful like Tara is being. I feel like she's a, a can be a strategic manipulator. So if they did a storyline with the two of them surrounding like her relationship with Harrison and their business and all that kind of stuff, I would love to see those two go at it together. That yeah. would be entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm curious to see how Michael Mueller is going to be written out unless they are recasting him. Yeah, I feel like they have to. I don't know, with the way this storyline seems to be going, I feel like they would have to recast him. Yeah, because other than that, they would have to come out with a storyline as if he's not the father if he leaves the show. Period. If Kyle leaves, period. What would be the only other way they could write him out is him because they have built that storyline on Kyle being there for his son, right? Yep. So if he's going to be totally out, there's no more Kyle the character and he goes off to wherever. Only thing I can think of is that they find out that this boy is not his. Yeah. 
I mean, how else could you write that? Other than that, why would you abandon your son when for weeks and months you've been talking about being there for your son? Yeah. I hope that they recast because I don't want the character of Kyle. And, and I hope they do the same with Summer. I don't want their characters to to leave the show. Even if it's not with the same actors, I would prefer the characters stay and they just replace them. So I'm hoping that's what happens. And who knows, that may happen. We really, you know, we got finality on Michael Miller. We still haven't got finality on Hunter King. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of people, I've seen the articles on social media that's like, Hunter King has been completely silent about what her status is. Completely. Yeah, she yeah. hasn't seen anything on Twitter, nothing on her Instagram page. Like, nothing. Yeah, she's not saying anything. So one or two things could happen, and I'm going to take this in two different directions. Maybe she's on a break. Maybe she's out making a movie, different project, and she's taking time off, and her contract is at a recurring status. Or she's not going anywhere, period. And when this all blows up, she comes back home, they recast Kyle, and they're back together. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I know what we're talking about, guys, is all speculation, you know, but it's nice to kind of throw some ideas out there just to kind of see where they may go, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, so... Um, okay. I know we kind of <laughs> we kind of digressed a little bit, even though we were talking about the players at hand, but um, so I'm trying to think. What else did we have? Did we cover everything with them? Did we miss anything? Let's see. I feel like um, we I feel like we've covered everything. I will say this, I, you know, look like to me when Sally is being backed in a corner, mm-hmm. she always got to have a smart mouth banter when it comes. Mm-hmm. Phyllis and already got one up on you. Just go sit down somewhere. Right. That's yeah. She she kills me with a. I think she called Phyllis unethical or something like that. And I'm like, really? That's the <laughs> what is what is that saying? That's the pot calling the kettle black. You're right. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you even have the nerve to have that come out of your mouth knowing all of the stuff that you are behind and that Phyllis is right? Not that she should stand there and say, oh, okay, Phyllis, you're right. But I think I would just walk away. <laughs> I mean, seriously. She should. Now, oh, there's this other piece because this happened <clears throat> yesterday. Will you think about Phyllis contacting Summer's job? Um, that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, she didn't do it in a way that caused like some kind of concern with the employer because mm-hmm. she was happy to talk to her. Yeah, that's true. And it helped her find out that she got the recommendation from Eric. So that's going to lead, that's what is leading her Reason to right. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's, she's getting what she wanted out of it. Yep, that is true. Yeah, I. So I it, just, it'll be interesting to see if Eric tells her that Sally was the one that called him. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't, but Sally did ask Eric to keep it a secret or to keep it between them with his old stupid butt. 
No, yeah, we're gonna talk about him. We're gonna lay into him later. <laughs> like if Sally Specter is asking you to keep something a secret, something like this a secret, I would think that you would be suspicious of it. You would think. <laughs> especially but, knowing what she what what had happened when she was in LA. Yeah. I yeah, I um when all this comes out, my guess is gonna be that Sally is going to justify what she did by saying well this was Summer's dream job so what did I do wrong really so uh, yeah I I just just like she always does tries to justify Mm -hmm. things and really is this really Summer's dream job because when she first brought this up to Summer she She wasn't interested she wasn't Mm -hmm. interested at all yeah she told Sally go have at it right so this isn't I mean this, this isn't her dream job it clearly wasn't her dream job. Otherwise, she would have been all over it the minute Sally mentioned it to her, which is what Sally was expecting her to do. And she didn't do that. Yeah, and but you know, the thing is, is that we have to be responsible for our choices. And mm-hmm. when that job was offered to Summer, she could have turned it down. She oh, of course she could have. You know, she and- because of... The whole that little weak threat that Tara threw at her. Yeah, and you like I say, you know how I feel about that whole writing of that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she like and it's part of a, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense though because it there was nothing nothing up to the moment that Tara threatened her with a I'm taking Kyle's um, son and leaving town if you don't leave. Nothing up to that moment said that Summer was unhappy with Kyle in their situation. The only thing that she didn't like, like you said earlier, was um, the way that he always um, pander mm-hmm. pandered to, to Tara. Mm-hmm. Which she had a right to be uncomfortable with that. But that wasn't enough for her to feel like I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah, there was nothing, nothing in her actions, even with Harrison. She was excited to meet Harrison. You know what I think they should have used as a way of getting Summer out of town, mm-hmm. Kyle actually sleeping with Tara. Yeah. Now I could been, see that. Yes, that would have been more. That would have made way more sense if that had happened. But I think I'm guessing that maybe they didn't do it that way because they didn't want their relationship to end <clears throat> to end in that kind of a with that kind of a situation happening. But it would have mm-hmm. made more sense, definitely. It would have made more sense than, you know, because the way that it was not just the fact that she was going to leave town. She told Summer that they're going to hate you for telling for you telling them that. And they're going to be mad at you because you told them and that made me leave town. And I'm like, Summer, you're smarter than that. Right. Yeah. I was listening to that. I remember watching that scene like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was just, and like you said, that's a writer's issue. There is no way that makes any sense when you got you a part of two powerful families. Yeah, there's no way that they're going to be mad at you for telling them that this girl is running off with this with this boy. Yeah, they should have just had Kyle um, express some romantic feelings for her. Or maybe they got caught kissing or something. Like the Adam thing, like Adam and Sharon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They had they should have threw something deeper in there that really would say, you know what, dude, I'm done with you right now. 
Now, I will say that Mida would have shifted things because then Phyllis and Nick and, you know, they would have been pissed Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. It's a sticky. I don't know. Maybe that's all they had to go with. I don't know. It just, it was just weak to me. Yep. It just didn't make sense. So, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and you see how unhappy she is when, um, or sad she is when she's talking to Nikki. Mm -hmm. You know, talking about how something good happens and all she wants to do is call Kyle and then she remembers that she can't. So she's not happy then. Well, she says she's happy with her job. She's just not happy with the fact of how everything went down, right? And the mm-hmm. fact that she's no longer with Kyle, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, okay. I feel like that job in any other situation, let's say let's say Tara wasn't even in the mix and she was offered that job. I don't think Summer would have taken that job if Kyle couldn't go with her. Because I don't think I don't think that... Yeah, that's why the writing still doesn't make sense because why would you... You got a whole fiancé that's begging you to stay. But you take the job anyway based on the weak threat. Again, it's just... Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, may, I mean, maybe maybe she does like the job, but that doesn't mean that she's happy being there. Right. Her personal life. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, writers, I don't know if you dropped the ball just a little bit. You definitely dropped the ball with the Mariah situation. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. It's just a little, it's too many holes in this situation right here. Now, the drama of it all makes for, I guess, great soap TV. But it's just, they could have did the writing a little bit differently to make it more, make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah, so... Only other one thing, and then I, I guess we can move on to bold, unless you got any other thing, is I don't know. I un, I think she should have worked behind the scenes. Number one, I agree with you on the fact that Summer should have had ironclad proof. That was weak at best. They mm-hmm. raised suspicion. She raised suspicion, but you don't have facts. Now, granted, she's going to L.A., but I, I don't know about the calling of the bosses and things like that. It's, and, unless it's a situation where Summer was in physical harm or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what would have worked? If Billy had called um, Marquette. That and makes that sense. Story. Exactly. Yeah, it would have been like, hey, you know, Summer, you know, she's my... Um, what is Summer to him? I guess not, they're not related, right? Uh, I don't know. Could have no. just called and said, you know, Summer is a really close friend of mine. She's a friend of the family. Um, you know, I, she's got. I heard that she's got that new position, and we want to do a story on it. That would have been perfect. Yeah. That why won't been. you go to CBS Television in Hollywood, <laughs> California, and let them know <laughs> <laughs> that was good, girl. That would have been great. Oh my God, that would have been great. Yeah, and then they could have, he could have dug as deep as he wanted to with questions. I know, right? He could have said, Oh, we would love to interview you. You're in town. We want to talk about your new up and coming new hire or whatever her position is. Mm -hmm. Hey, how did you find her? And 
what was and and I'm telling you, Mar- uh, Angelina Marchetti would have been like, oh my gosh, she was a recommendation from Eric Forster, and but she would have he would have got a plethora of information. Yeah, but no, she got to play the obsessive mom to go call your daughter's boss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I me myself, I didn't like that. Now, granted, with my. I can't see my, myself calling my daughter's boss. I just can't. Unless she's in harm's way, I haven't heard from her, like a Mariah situation, I'm going to try to find her. Right. But just to try to find out how she got the job, yeah. It, it, writers, you could have went the whole way with what Keisha just did. Let her send you a script. She'll give you information. <laughs> but yeah, that, I think that would have been a great way to do that. Yep. Yep. So, okay. All right. Uh, do we have anything else? I I don't think so. I think we covered everything on the Young and the Restless, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, let us jump into the second half of this show, which is the recap of The Bold and the Beautiful. Hold on. Let me get my summary. Okay, so for the week of the July 26th through the 30th, Zenday cooled off his relationship with Paris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quinn broke work rules to speak with Eric about the hurt that had led to her affair. Brooke warned Eric to steer clear of Quinn until the divorce, divorce was final. Finn's father showed up on Steffi's doorstep with a secret of his own. Mm-hmm. Where you want to go? Um, let's let's do the the Finn's dad and Stephanie. Yeah, because he we only got like the last what ten minutes of Friday's episode with him. Yes, yeah, he was just like in the last last couple of scenes. Yeah, that whole thing. He just showed up out of nowhere, and I'm like, um, because remember earlier this week. Steffi was trying to she was trying to hold off on marrying him because he put that old makeshift proposal and let's get married right now and like hold up I don't even know who your family is right and then all of a sudden poof daddy shows up later that week yeah (laughs) what do you think about how they did that that was a little weird like why why would he just pop up out of nowhere mm-hmm. without Finn knowing that he was dropping by especially yeah, for the you... first time that you're going to meet um, the mother of his of your grandchild you just pop up at her house you don't call nothing <laughs> yeah I mean how did you even know where she lived where was you stalking I mean <laughs> well I'm assuming well he knew about Steffi so I'm assuming that him and Finn have talked and he probably knows where they stay he just had oh. never met or talked to her before, so that's really? why it's weird to me. That so, that... so, so, when, that, so they actually um, did they show us that or gave a hint that he was in contact actually with his father at all? Because I must have missed something. Um, I don't think so, but I didn't. I didn't make the assumption that he wasn't talking to his parents at all. Okay. Because I thought that he was just distant from his family. 
Because at one point, he didn't even want them involved in even knowing about them getting married or something. I don't know. Some, it's just, again, I, maybe it was the way it was written. I hadn't picked up. Or maybe it was just me. I might have missed something. I don't know. I but, think initially, like the way when she kept bringing up um, wanting to meet his family, it does. it did make it seem as if maybe he wasn't close with his parents or something or there was something going on there. But then when his father showed up, he didn't give the impression that I hadn't seen you in years or months or we haven't talked in forever. Why are you here type of thing? He just, it was just like, oh, I didn't expect to see you today. Or, you know, it just, it didn't seem like he was uncomfortable with his dad being there. So that's why I got the impression that it it wasn't a a thing of where he doesn't have a relationship with his parents and that they don't talk. Okay, because from the from the show notes, it says Jack had was there to meet his grandson and future daughter-in-law. Finn's mother had to take a lighter a later flight. Jack had wanted to surprise Finn. Finn was indeed surprised, and he said it was good to see Jack. So you hadn't seen him or talked to him. Well, if they're flying in. He's, he so said they, good to see him. He didn't say right. talk. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's good to see him. And uh, Steffi said Hayes was asleep, but she was thrilled to meet him. And she stated she started to think Finn's parents were imaginary. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, may, I, I picked up on the fact that they were distant. But, I mean, you know, hey, um, I think you say you saw it as if maybe they just haven't seen each other for a while but they maybe had talked right yeah okay that's what okay. it seemed like to me okay, i didn't cool. i didn't get why the writers made such a big issue of him being adopted though like he told he when he told her he had something to tell her it was like he was going to tell her that maybe his parents were mass murderers and they were in jail right you know something, something. Did like you that. know that 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 storyline was coming in the pipeline about the adoption? I knew people were speculating that the mother wasn't his biological mom, but they had always thought that the father was, and that's why they were speculating Sheila Carter as his mom or something. I don't know. It's a lot of conversation going on around that, but I agree with you. They never made an a big deal about him being adopted. Yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't know how they were going to explain um his parents because of, you know, of course, the actress that's going to play his mom is Asian. So I didn't know if they were going to but maybe maybe he's um half Asian and everybody that is biracial doesn't always look like right. the the dominating um you know the dominating race, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, you know how sometimes it's yeah, genetics is a funny tell. thing. Right. Yeah, you can tell maybe that they're biracial. Right. So I, I, I just thought that maybe it was just either that was his stepmom and maybe she raised him from the time that he was little and his his bio mom was deceased or um maybe he was indeed half Asian and we just we just can't really see it visibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I or that he was adopted. I didn't think that they were going to make this big a deal out of it, but now that they are seeming to make a big deal out of him being adopted, um, of course, there's going to be some type of drama with whoever his biological parents are. 
Yeah. So, yeah, that's where they're going with this. But did you see his father at the end of the show? Because there's more than what he he really don't know the full story because Jack is looking like, man, should I tell him everything now? And I'm like, okay, so obviously there's some things Finn don't even know. Right. So my 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 first thought was Quinn, and then um, I would be okay with that. Yeah, and then my thought was well, it wasn't my thought when I saw um, some of the other people's thoughts online. Mm. A lot of people were saying Sheila. I would actually love it if it was Sheila. Yeah, but where did they come up with that though? Mm. <laughs> So I mean, were there any hints, or they was just speculating that oh, it could be it's definitely Sheila, it's Sheila Carter's? Because I seen more of that. I heard the Quinn suggestion, mm-hmm. but I've heard Sheila Carter more. Um, I think Sheila. I think people are are saying Sheila because of her relationship with Eric, and I can't remember exactly how when she left the show, um, how it went down. But I mean, if that was if Sheila is his mom and Eric is his biological father, that would wait be what drama? If Sheila is his mom, okay, so there's two adopt. Okay, so there's two biological parents that's missing them, right? Right. If Jack and I forgot the lady's name, his mom is playing or whatever. If Jack and the man, the woman that he knows as his adoptive mom, of course, is not his biological parents. Then who are his biological parents, male and female, right? right. Yeah. So are you? And so that's where you're coming up with the idea that this could be a son of Eric and 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 Sheila Carter. It wasn't my idea. That's just what I've seen in the right, 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 right. That it could be. Um, they could make it Sheila and Eric's son because Sheila disappeared, right? She's not she's not presumed dead or anything like that. I think she mm-hmm. just disappeared at one point. Or maybe they think she's dead. I can't remember how she left the show. Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to do a process of elimination. Who would make a bombshell set of parents for him, right? Mm-hmm. And the only people, because I mean Quinn, okay, fine, but who would be the bio dad, right? Right. Um, if it is Sheila, and she got pregnant by Eric, but then Sheila never told her. See, and th- that's why you know these. I don't even know why they brought her back. Because remember, Sheila Carter was supposed to be killed by Lauren when she was on. Uh, young and the Restless, remember? Mm-hmm. Then they brought her I back to life. Say it again? <laughs> right, I know. But it's just so crazy. She came back as the act, because I think she was impersonating Phyllis or something. Or had an Phyllis face. Remember when she was on Young and the Restless or whatever? I thought I thought she was impersonating Lauren. Because then she uh, had Right, was it Lauren? I'm pretty sure it was Lauren. Because she had oh, Lauren... Lauren. Mm-hmm. She had Lauren locked away somewhere. Her and okay. her daughter. Okay, so she had a Lauren face, right? Mm-hmm. And then brought her back on bold with her actual face. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's like y'all just scrambling for folks, right? But anywho, um, yeah, I mean, the only bombshell situation because whoever this is is going to show up at Steffi's wedding. It seems like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, unless they make uh, Bill's got another illegitimate child out there. Girl, he already got two sons. You finna get him fan too? Man, get somebody else a kid. You know, I mean, oh, I, yeah, I mean, that's the only, I can't think of anybody else. I can't either. I also saw people throwing Katie's name out there, but that doesn't make any sense. Katie would have known she would have had a kid. Uh, uh, hello. Right. But with who? On this show, she's only been with one dude. Nope. I mean, she was with uh, Thorn, but that was recent. Yeah. So, and what, Brooke? Brooke is his mother? <laughs> yeah, I saw people throwing her name out there too, that she hid that she was pregnant at some point. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that would work. Though. I don't see that. If whoever this woman is, is not somebody current. Yeah. It's gotta be, it's I mean, Sheila Carter is the only thing that is, I guess, a possibility. Who else could show up through that door? It can be Taylor, because that means that Steffi would have married her brother. Right, and had a baby with him. And, had, and that's, yeah, so it's not her. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I, the soaps aren't, they don't shy away from incest, because they had a, a incest storyline on Guiding Light. Uh-huh. Which was I couldn't believe they did, but yeah, yeah. I, hope, I yeah. hope that they don't do that with this one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who that could be. I mean, I guess we we'll, we can't sit up here and spend <laughs> spend the whole show trying to figure it out. But um, yeah, that's going to be interesting when that's revealed. But most people are pointing to uh, Sheila Carter though. Yeah, and he's clearly his father is clearly like hiding something. Or, yeah. mm-hmm. Should I tell him? Because we heard that in the background. Boy, should I tell him now? It's like, and I feel like it, it's got something. It has to have something to do with their family because how old is Finn? He's in his 30s. Why is this something that you're wrestling with now? So it's like he knows that whatever his biological, whatever it has to do with his biological parents must be connected to the Foresters somehow. Right. And technically, technically, Eric Forster is not blood related to Steffi. Right. So, because whoever it is, they cannot be anywhere related to the four, well, Steffi's family tree, right? Right. Biologically. Because then she will be marrying her, like I said, it comes back to her being him being her brother. So it would have to be somebody that is connected to the Forster family. But not biologically connected. And that points to Eric. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is definitely going to raise some concerns because what if he finds out he's an actual forester and then they make it a storyline where he tried to go after even though he's a doctor. Yeah, I don't see Finn doing that though. I don't see that happening, but anything is possible with these crazy writers. If they can drop Quinn and and Carter in the same frame after <laughs> years of not being even in yeah. 
and you know, I nothing surprises me with bold. True. Young and the restless is like, what are you doing? But bold is like, oh, okay, they do yeah. something. Maybe Finn got some some secret uh, ability to where he's not he he knows how to draw like all these years. Oh, I've, I've dabbled all these years, but I wanted to be a doctor, but now I think I want to get back into art. So. Maybe yeah, look what they did with that girl. What was her name? <laughs> doctor somebody who was a doctor and she wanted to end up in fashion. Oh, yeah, like Sally's the, the one that Sally was working with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that old crazy nonsense. Okay. Now, on the other side of this thing, and a lot of people are speculating that Paris is trying to go off, uh, trying to shoot her shot slowly but surely to Finn. What do you think about that? I don't like it. Didn't we talked about this last week, right? Um, Kind of, sort of. I think it really manifested itself this week. Yeah, I don't like it. I They spent all these months with Paris making her the the morality police and now she's going to have an affair with a married man. Like, well, he's not married yet, but, you know, basically they're married. He's in a relationship. In a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't. And then it, it's like they're, it, obviously yeah. something is going to happen because of um, their stance and their relationship now is they're they're going to take things super slow or they're going to cool cool off or whatever it is they said when they had that conversation her and Zenday. Right. So, yeah. They're like setting that up for her it's, to be Yeah, famous. you can tell and the way she's looking at him and all this kind of stuff and I'm like, don't go there. Right. Please don't go there. I mean, I what, what would even make you just coming off of being the morality police what would make you decide to take that girl down that road right there? You turning her into the biggest hypocrite as big as Brooke. Yeah. I mean, she sat around and threw Quinn under the bus. She threw Carter under the bus. People need to know you busted up a whole wedding because somebody was cheating. Right. And then you turn around and put yourself in a position, or I would say the writers, are setting up a scene where... It looked like she's gonna go after Finn. Yep. I, I'm not. I'm like, and I mean, everybody's talking about it. It was like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just. I have other thoughts about this. Too. Yeah, we can talk about that later. We can talk about later. <laughs> yeah, but me and, and one of my friends was talking about probably what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that offline a couple days ago. So, I mean, when I get off, I will call you and see if it's the same thing. Okay. Yep. I want All right. to I want I want them to do um a change on Paris's look because I still like the way they have her made up and dressed right now. She seems like a a child. Right. Does that make sense? Like I feel oh, like absolutely. She, she's just like she's already in real life younger, like ten years younger than everybody, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they're going to move her into this 
situation where now she's going to become a homewrecker or, you know, they have her um, um, in friendships and stuff like that with Steffi. Mm-hmm. That they, not that they need to make her look older, like 10 years older, but just, I don't know, someone that is, I don't know how to explain it. Well, I, so like when you, this is, if they're if they're exploring this whole thing with her and Finn, I feel like Finn is is going to be having an affair with a high school kid because she looks like to me she looks like she she's looks younger. Kid. Yeah, I mean she has like a childlike appearance, which is why people had issues with her because she looked like she was messing or messing around in grown folks' business. Yes, because of the fact that she is young, I think. Diamond White is like maybe what twenty two. Yeah, I think 20, we looked yeah. up last week and you said she was like twenty twenty two or twenty one, twenty two, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, which but, clearly is an adult, but her appearance, she looks so much younger. Yeah, so and I mean, hey, I, <laughs> I guess okay. So, like with the girl that plays Faith, right? Mm-hmm. Even though she's eighteen she still is in a character role where she's playing a 15 or 16 year old. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you want Diamond White who plays Paris to play a character role of being in, if they're going to go down this route with Finn, to play, you got to kind of age up her character even though she's younger. Just like they're doing with with uh, what I said with Faith. Yeah, you know, there. Even though she's older, there, there, there. Her character is playing down to the age group that she's in. If you want to put her in the fan age group, you're gonna have to change her character role and how she dressed and all of that. Yeah, because right, like you said, right now she looks she her character role looked like she should be hanging out with the Zendays of the world. The pair of the, you know, even Zoe was her sister, but when they had younger folks on the show, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm trying to think who else they Emma. really, when, okay, what's the girl that got, that got killed? Uh, Emma. Emma. Mm-hmm. She hanging around in that age group. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I I totally get where you're coming from. Like she can be she can be 21, 22 but still look and and they can make her look 21, 22 and have an affair with an older guy. Right mm-hmm. now she just looks like a high school kid to me. And it just yep. it's going to be cringy to watch that happen. <laughs> right, I got you. Yep, even though she's technically an adult. Yeah, yeah I got you. Cuz I try to imagine like if let's say Faith is actually supposed to be 18 on Young and the Restless. She still looks young. So mm-hmm. imagine them, I don't know, making her have an affair with Billy. Yeah, Billy. Or even, honestly, even Kyle. I, I feel like she even looks too young to, to be messing around with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Even if she is 20, but she looks 16. Right. Yeah. I got you. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just going to be super awkward to watch that. Now, just say if this was Zoe, could you see her going after Finn? 
because she looks yes, does you think she looks Zoe, older? Zoe looks more mature than Paris does. Okay, gotcha. In my opinion. And they kind of changed. I feel like they from when she first came onto the show, not that she um didn't look like an adult when she first came onto the show, but um I feel like they kind of dressed her young when she first mm-hmm. came onto the show. Um as that artist or whatever. Right. When um, she was like drawing they, art for um Wyatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when she became a model and started working at Forrester, I feel like they changed the way that oh. she dressed and tried to even though some of those outfits were ridiculous looking. Actually those outfits started getting crazier toward the end of her tenure because beforehand she didn't she have on some nice stuff when she was originally early on in her role? Yes, she did. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't always it didn't always look ridiculous. Um but I I do feel like they changed they changed her look a little bit when she started to work for Forrester as a model. And mm-hmm. she looked a little more mature and grown up. But I do remember like when she first when they first put her in that relationship with Carter, I didn't like it because I didn't think that she I felt like even for her, I felt like she still didn't seem mature enough to be in a relationship with someone like Carter. Yeah, that's why everybody was, right, I think yeah, because again um, Kiara Barnes is not that much older than Diamond White, and I think um, Lawrence St. Victor is almost 40. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, listen, they're both adults, it happens all the time, we're in 2021, it's many different types of relationships. I mean, what do you think? And um, we had Sally and Jack. Yeah. I, yeah, it's got something to do with, I, I feel like it's, you know, I mean, look a little bit, and then it's also the personality of the character. Whereas Sally's right. character is not, I don't feel like is mature enough character to be with someone like Jack, regardless of her age. Yeah, well, people were also on the reverse having the issue with Tara and Kyle. They were saying that Tara looks too old for Kyle. And I'm like, the girl is only four years older than Michael Miller. <laughs> but, I mean, because of the way she carried herself yes. in that role, and Kyle is, you know, he's a, he looks that summer surfer type dude. Yeah, you know, because he did a, a, a couple of, you know, the, remember the surf thing he did with uh, Theo, you know. Mm-hmm. So he ten, he looks a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And the way they dressed here is, I feel like, is a more mature style of dress. Right. Like so, a lot of people would say, I would read the groups, and people would say, Oh yeah, he she uh that she's too old for him, and I'm like, mm, not really, but. It's the way that they, the character is, the way that they have her dressed all the time, the way she carrying herself. So, anywho, girl, we got to get back to bold. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree with you with them going down with the storyline with Paris and fans. I just, why? Why? I mean, it's bad enough you move this girl into your house. Right. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it's not consistent with the type of character that Paris is. So it just doesn't, like I, I think I said this last week, this, to me, this is the, would be the same thing as 
um, Hope going out and having an affair with somebody's husband. And I know that we could probably say that she, well, she did that with Liam when he was married to Steffi, but I'm talking about like a, just a straight up, like for real affair, not, not the whole. Yeah. Like if she was just trying to have an affair with Bill Spencer. Yes. You know, girl, could you imagine that? I couldn't even fathom her and Bill cozying up next to each other. (laughs) Me neither. Like I didn't, I don't think I could see Hope's character, the Hope character, with anyone other than Liam. Honestly, yeah. I mean, she they tried with Wyatt, but yeah, and that didn't even. I remember that, and I, that didn't even seem right. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I will say Anika Noel wasn't the actual actress when she was with Wyatt. It was yeah, uh, right. Kim Matula. Yeah. And they look more as a compatible match than Anika Noel would have been with with Darren Brooks. You know what I mean? So, I, I you know, they I'm on, I feel like a, an entirely new character if Hope and Liam ever broke up, and they put her with somebody else. Because I, I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want to see her with Thomas anymore. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm glad we're not even going down that route right now. Me too. We need a break from all that nonsense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not feeling this whole thing. And then Zenday decided to back up off of Paris. I'm like, why? What made you do that? Yeah, I didn't get if that. We either. really didn't get a clear explanation from Zenday on why he pulled back. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused about that. <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, it, it just, I'm like, why are y'all doing this? It's one thing. This girl went through a whole situation with her sister to get with this dude. Right. She blew up two marriages because she was the po- morality police. And then now you're going to pull Zenday away from her only to push her in the direction of possibly going after Finn. Why? Right. Yeah. Y'all need drama that bad? Go get... There's many different ways y'all can go with this. Do what Young and the Restless did. You got a whole new family on there. With um, with Amanda's people, mm-hmm. bring some folks in to create a storyline for, for uh, for Paris. Yeah, let's not go this route. I agree. Girl, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, so did you have anything else on that whole thing? No, with Finn and Steffi and Nope. Okay, let's go and drive into this other one this last part of this show which is Quinn broke the work rules to speak with Eric about the hurt that led to his affair this was the best thing out of this entire week Mm -hmm. on this show for me what about you I agree with you I agree and go ahead what you say no I was saying I agree with you because honestly like I say there are writers that are in some of the groups there are um you know, actors and actresses in some of the groups. Obviously, somebody was picking up on this. There's plenty of people that's been saying this, including myself, yeah, who have been saying, I've always preached that. This man has always taken Brooke's side over her. Yep. And when he was like, I always defended you. She was like, when? You went, I didn't see it. Right. <laughs> 
And I mean, he turned his back. He was cold. And the exact same thing that he's doing in this moment when she put him on notice is the exact same attitude that he had when he was trying to play distant with her. How do you emotionally um, alienate yourself from your spouse and think that's okay? Right. What's your thoughts, girl? Um, it was definitely good to hear her express that to him because this is the first time I feel like we've ever we've ever heard Quinn say that. I think maybe she I feel like maybe she said it before, but just mm-hmm. in a, a little roundabout way and it was never really expanded on like it was in this this week. Um, where she like truly got it all out and, and talked about how he always backs her and never backed his own wife and he's always forgiving Brooke for the things that she's done but doesn't doesn't offer the same grace to her um it was I loved hearing it but I still feel like it didn't really get through to him no because he's so focused on what Quinn did to him the exactly affair that she had so that's the only frustrating thing Although he did kind of say when he was talking to Ridge and Brooke, I have to take some accountability for for doing that. I, I don't feel like he he really truly is taking accountability and giving that like I would love to I would love it if they would have had her give examples of well when this happened Brooke's side. Like when her and Brooke when their um whole little feud first started back up because of Shauna. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wish that they would have had her like um, express specific examples of when he basically held her to a higher standard than what he did Brooke. Right. Like that would have been. I feel like that would have been even better. But I mean, if that's probably asking too much for a soap to do. <laughs> well, but I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's just going in one ear and out the other with him, with Ridge, and with Brooke. Yeah, and they all standing there in, in their high and mighty judgment of her. And I'm looking at the three of them. I'm like, y'all talking all this nonsense, but all three of y'all have been the pinnacle of that same situation. And yep. in Brooke's case, multiple times, she went between both of them at the same time at one point mm-hmm. or another. Yep. I mean, you. she slept with her sister's husband, her daughter's boyfriend's and then your own daughter just got cheated on by Liam and you forgave him. You were begging for that girl to take him back. Yeah. But then you gonna sit up here and want to stand in judgment and look down your nose at Quinn. What Quinn did was absolutely wrong. If you feeling some kind of way about how your husband treating you, you need to deal with that. And if you don't, then you need to get out. Right. Then decide what you want to do with regards to your sex life. So I'm not going to post. Most people be like, oh, so you're going to condone what Quinn did? Absolutely not. But at the same time, there's enough accountability in that room to go around. Yeah. And I mean, some of that stuff is ancient history. I will, because people be like, oh, that was in the past. Okay, well, then they still done it. So you know where Quinn is at. You've been there yourself, whether it was two years or 20 years. Yeah. But the problem with this right now is that this girl was begging for his affection, begging for the respect, 
begging to be listened to me. I'm your wife. You listen to these folks on the outside. You sticking up for them over me. There is no way she should have allowed herself to be treated up to that point. Now, I will say this mm-hmm. is that she said, I don't want nothing from you. I ain't got no attorney. Do what you wish. I don't want your money. Yeah. You're like, I'm out. Yeah. And I was, I was and and she took accountability. She was like, hey, I know I screwed up. Hey, I'm not maybe I have my picture on that wall. I'm I guess I'm not uh cut out to be the queen. I'm okay with that. I'm like, you go girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go girl. Yep, she did. She took accountability and then she told him that he also needs to take accountability for his role and why their marriage failed. Absolutely, girl. In that episode, I was like, that's the best piece of writing that you have, you guys have done in a very long time. And I want, so the next relationship that Eric has, which I don't know who that's going to be with. I hope it's not Donna because nobody wants to see that. Um, I, I never liked them together. Um, but like I want, I want to see Eric. To I want to see Eric put Brooke in her place when it comes to her speaking on his life, right? Because you see how she talks to him now, like, oh, you tell you her to leave. cut off all communication, with right? Her because she's gonna manipulate you. And he was like, "Am I that easily manipulated?" And she said, "No, of course, but." The, the more you talk to her, the more she's going to try to talk you into mending your relationship, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she talks to him like he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. But like he, he allows that, idiot. though. Yeah, he does. And I want I want them to start showing that he sees that. And I want mm-hmm. them to start um, having Eric tell her, back off. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're not my guardian. Um, you don't own me. I can take care of myself. I don't need your input on everything that goes on in my life. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating to sit there and listen to her tell him what he needs. You need to do this. You need to move forward with this divorce. You need to get this done. It's like, girl, sit down. And the other thing is real. Uh, sit up there and don't say nothing. It's like, look, you need to take a step back. Hold on. That's you know, That's my dad. He got to figure that out. Right. He just stands there. And yeah. just, and that's why Brooke knows she can do what she because neither one of those two men are going to be like, hold on, let me let me think for myself, let me right. do me, you know what? I understand, I hear you, but it's my decision, Brooke. They don't set boundaries with her. They don't. She does that with everybody in her life. She does it with Hope. Yep. She does it with her sisters. Does it with Liam? Yep, Liam. <laughs> She tries I mean, to even it. Bill allows it sometimes. Yeah. She tried to do it with she tried it with the the whole thing with Steffi mm-hmm. and the C, the CEO job, but thankfully, Bridge had enough uh, sense to shut her down about that. Yeah, it's just like, but um, I you know what they gypped us though because. A lot of folks was like, ooh, after she talked to to Eric, they thought that she was going to really pretty much let them know and put them on notice, meaning Ridge and Brooke. Mm-hmm. Nope. Next thing we know, it was a few days later. Because the conversation we saw ended with, excuse me, with Quinn and Eric was on Thursday, right? 
Yeah, next I'm time sure. we see Quinn, well, next time we see Eric, say it again. I said I believe so. Yeah, that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. When we saw the Friday episode where they were all in the office, we hear Brooke say, I can't believe Quinn actually showed up here a few days ago. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what what happened? Because I was expecting, and a lot of other folks that were, you know, happy about the Thursday scene was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for her to tell her two cents to Ridge and Brooke. And I was waiting for that. You know, as much as they were throwing it around her face, I was hoping that it was a situation like that. And, you know, uh, Quinn telling them, you know what, I don't want nothing from you. Hey, I'm not meant to be the queen. I told Eric that he needs some accountability. I told him that too. You guys have a great life. I'm moving on. You know, maybe we'll still get it later. I hope so. I hope so. I I need somebody, but I so I I want Brooke to be knocked down a peg, but I need it to come from Eric or Ridge because if it comes from, it's just going to be looked at as oh well she doesn't like me anyway. She's just being, you know mean and vindictive whatever spiteful but if it mm-hmm. comes from eric or ridge telling her like you need to chill out in these areas of everybody else's life mm-hmm. then i feel like it will be like it, she'll it will be more effective does that make sense mm-hmm. like the yeah. next time she tells eric you need to do this when it comes to um his divorce situation i want eric to tell her I got this. Um, I need you to mind your business. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. Now, how do you think about the situation of how they talking to Carter? Yes. I don't you like need to hurry reason. this up. What are you doing? I Get in like here. Yeah. I didn't like that. And he, I'm like, Carter, maybe you need to quit. Go for, go somewhere else. May create a job for Carter, maybe I don't know something, but that is just so humiliating to me. Yeah, he definitely needs to quit because I don't remember them before this. I don't remember them talking to Carter like that. Me either. Now, so, granted, the whole cheating situation happened. They feel some kind of way about him. Then don't hire him. Right. It's a conflict of interest anyway. Why would you hire the attorney that slept with your wife in the divorce proceedings for that same person? It just, it's like. I feel what? like they did that as a, I'm going to test your loyalty type of thing. Mm hmm. And, and as a way to punish Quinn mm-hmm. at the same time. But yeah, I Carter, Carter needs to move on. Cause y'all not mm-hmm. gonna be here disrespecting me. <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, Carter, hurry it up. Where has he been? I mean, they're requiring him, and I mean, granted, we know what he's doing. Yeah. But you know, for the way that they're talking about him, what are you taking so long? What are you doing? Where are you? You, you need to get here. this get done. Get this done, yeah. right? You're gonna have to be ruthless, and and what did what did Brooke say? Something about how he was he needed to stick it to Quinn. He said, I know it's outside of your character, but you're going to have to stand with us to really stick it to Quinn. And I'm like, girl, go sit down. Right. This ain't technically, this has nothing to do with you. Not a thing. 
Why are you all up and through this? You need to worry about your own situation, which blows up every two years. Right. And please, you was just in this situation, something close with Bill last year. So what are you talking about? Yeah. But that's how they write it. And I'm wondering if they if they actually Okay. I'm wondering if they actually did that for the because it's so hypocritical, is it a way of bringing drama for the fans to talk about it? Because what they're doing, the judgment, and I think they're creating the drama by the hip, the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah, oh, I'm sure they know. They have to know that that's very hypocritical of Brooke to take the stance that she's taking, and mm-hmm. it also shows that um, most of this is just because they simply have never really liked Quinn. It doesn't have anything to do with what she did because like you said, she was very quick to be okay with what Liam did. I think Mm -hmm. she, you know, had some words for Liam, but she was always supportive of them getting back together for the 80th time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Regardless of how many times Liam has done Hope wrong. She has no problem with them getting back together. Nope. So this is just simply her not liking Quinn. Exactly. That's what this comes to. You don't care about none of that because if this wasn't Eric and this happened, she might would have had something to say just because. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, she wouldn't care. This is all about the fact that this is Quinn. Yep. She don't like her, so she's going to condemn her from here to never, never land. Yep. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty curious to see. And I think, um, what are you thinking about the whole thing with now? Because, I mean, that leads into the the uh, the whole thing with uh, Quinn and Carter. They are still sleeping with each other. Mm-hmm. And he um, even offered to quit his job to be with her. That's what I was That was on Monday. So, my thing is, you just need to quit. Yeah, because now you're gonna, you guys are basically gonna be sneaking around, um, always having to look over your shoulder, and you're lying to not only your employer but people that you consider family. Mm-hmm. So, if he's gonna be the kind of person that he's always claimed to be, which is you know someone that tells the truth or that is honest and a stand-up loyal guy, then just be honest with them and say, look, I have feelings for her. I can't stop seeing her. I'm not going to work here anymore. And don't ask the question or don't let it be, you know, an option that someone has to say yes or no to. Just quit. Just quit. And then from there, if they choose to, if Quinn is what you want and to you she's worth your relationship with the Foresters, then that's what you do. Yeah, and, pretty much. And it's up to them on whether or not they want to continue their relationship with you, you know, their personal relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And no one has control. Oops, no one has control over what you do. Because right now he's he's basically letting them control his personal life. Pretty much. You can't sleep with her. You can't do this. You need to do this. And it's like mm-hmm. At what point, if you really like this girl, I don't like the method right now because she's still legally married to this man, even though they said it's over. But you need to go ahead and clean up this unfinished business and then you just do you. Yeah. I mean, 
but I'm hoping I'm I'm really hoping that he is the one that comes clean and it doesn't come out another way. Well, here's the other problem because even after the divorce, they still want him to stay away from Quinn. So, how are you gonna do? How are you gonna do that? You're gonna be tiptoeing around for whatever long amount of time, even after divorce. Because I mean, even at that point, well, how can your boss tell you who not to see when that person no longer works there? They're not married to anybody there. I don't. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of low. That's controlling. You need to quit. Yeah. And that's why I want it to come out. Like, regardless of when it comes out, if it comes out before the divorce is final or after, like, I want him to be the one to come clean about it. And I don't like it. it would, I feel like it would be worse if it's found out another way. Yeah. So if he, just, if he just comes clean about what's going on, either you come clean about it or you tell Quinn we're, we're, this is cut off until your divorce is final. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he tells them, I, I want to continue to pursue a relationship with Quinn, so I'm quitting. And then just, you know, whatever happens after that happens. We'll yep. With the forces. Okay. Well, we definitely covered a lot, girl. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, it was a pretty interesting week. Um... Did you have anything else for for um, for, for both? No. No. Okay. Well, I have a couple scoops, and then we're gonna end the show. Okay. Um, and what we gotta do? I flip the script, but um, I, for next week, huh? I was gonna say I don't have one this week. I couldn't come up at with all. It. No, the two. Well, the one that I thought of for wine arms. Um, I'm not wine or for a bold and beautiful. We're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So with the uh, scoops for bold, um, there are some wedding related decisions that leave some attendees surprised. Ev- not everyone gets an invitation. Hmm. Okay. Must be Quinn. Who else wouldn't get an invitation? That's not really shocking, though. No, exactly. The arrival of a mystery woman threatens to send everyone's plans in disarray. Jack mulls over whether or not to reveal a secret. In front of friends and family, Steffi and Finn prepare to become husband and wife. Finn makes a stunning discovery. The wedding reception serves up some drama and Donna and Katie relive memories from the past. Please, Lord. What do we? I mean, memories from the, from the past about who? Eric. Okay, whatever. Whatever. I'm about tired of her and her walking down memory lane with Eric and these flashbacks of her uh, husband. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> and then for hold on, what is that sound? Okay. Um. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where'd it go? Oh, here we go. Okay. Phyllis devises a plan for her next move. Sally tries to cover her tracks. Victoria shares some surprising news. Aslan receives Victoria help in making a decision about his future. Victor protects Victoria from Adam. 
Oh no. No. <laughs> Victor protects Victoria, Victoria from, from Adam. Adam. What? In what way? I wonder. Oh man, we just redeemed this man. Come on. Okay. If it's not what we're thinking. Man, I'm hoping not. Um, Phyllis reconnects with her old friend. Lauren makes a power play. Jack and Kyle question Tara's intentions, which that started this week. Um, Sharon continues to worry about Mariah. Billy is inspired by Lily. Phyllis discovers the truth. Okay. Um, Phyllis talks to Summer's boss. We got that. Um, Summer makes an unexpected apology. Tessa searches for Mariah. Victor has a new proposition and surprises someone. Chelsea gives Victor reason to be suspicious. Nick is home, which we'll see that on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki and Victoria receive a oh, Nikki and Victor receives a surprise from Victoria. Nate and Elena discusses boundaries. But Jack that keeps a co- yeah. I don't know. Jack keeps a close eye on Billy. What is that about? Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Sharon is upset by Mariah's disappearance. You should have got upset two weeks ago. But right. anyway. <laughs> three weeks um, later. Three weeks later, right? Your daughter been missing. She's pregnant. And now you want to get upset. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So what's your flip the script for uh, if you have one um so my my original flip the script for YNR they were they weren't really like profound or anything like that it was just the um the whole thing with Phyllis and the video um you know how I said I wish she had audio I wish that there Mm -hmm. had been audio in the elevator instead of just having the video and no audio to go with it to to prove that um Tara and Sally are working together okay against Summer um, so that's all that was. It wasn't like a, a really good one. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then the B and B flip the script was when in that scene where Eric is telling Brooke and Ridge about um what Quinn felt about how he always defends Brooke to her against her. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that he would have been would have taken a more solid like she instead of being wishy washy like oh well I do need to take some accountability. I wish it would have been a more solid, yeah, I do do that and I need to stop and we need to set boundaries in our friendship because it's interfering with our relationship, with my personal life. Mm-hmm. I have too much say in what goes on in my personal life and I've allowed it for too long. Like, I wish you would have put his foot down with her. Right. That scene. Okay. That definitely makes sense. Um. Whew. Okay, so with Young and the Restless, my flip the script would have been um let me think i would say the whole thing with uh and it might be unpopular because you know i just kind of want to create something because i didn't like how jack just flipped on that whole text message thing Mm -hmm. and had sally says if somebody shoved the phone in your face and you don't even know what it's talking about because I didn't know a message was sent. How am I supposed to just read that word by word and then say, oh yeah, I read the text. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, and then you get mad at me over that. Okay, you know what? Then you on your way out the door anyway. Bye. <laughs> anyway, I just had to throw that little bit of humor in there. And then on Bold and Beautiful, um, yeah, my flip the script would have been um, with Carter. You need to quit, dude. You know, and first of all, tell them, don't you, you know, I know you guys want to get something done, but don't talk to me like that. Right. If you want to request from me, I'm okay with that. I know, Eric, you mad at this situation. Fine. But you don't get to talk to me like that. Yep. So we can, we can work together, but, you know, to be yelling at me about where you doing? Where you at? I need to get this done. Hold on, bro. Yeah. Slow your roll. All that extra attitude they throw. All that, yeah, tone it, you know, kind of bring it down. <laughs> You're here, I need you here. Right. <laughs> so, so, I do, uh-huh. I do have one more thing yeah. that I, I meant to ask you earlier with the Tara Sally situation. Who do you, do you think that one of them is going to turn on the other? Or do you think that they're going to try to stick to their guns through this whole thing until everything comes out? Because I feel like Tara is going to throw Sally under the bus. I mean, I think once there's somebody get backed in the corner where there's no way out, yeah, they're going to throw one. Somebody going to throw somebody under the bus. I feel like yep. Tara's already You think Tara is going to do it first? Yeah, because she sees how much um, Kyle doesn't like Sally and how much mm-hmm. he doesn't trust her. Mm-hmm. And she's already... I don't know. I feel like she's already trying to play the victim to her because he's like, well, you got to watch out for Sally because she is a manipulator and she uses people because I don't think he truly um, I, I, I think he still has a little bit of trust in Tara, but he has no trust at all in Sally. So I think he's thinking that if something is going on, it's all Sally and he's just kind of dragging Tara along or she's just trying to drag, kind of dragging Tara along for her use. So, uh, yeah, I feel like Tara's going to throw her under the bus. Yeah, I can definitely see that as a possibility, most mm-hmm. definitely. So, okay, girl, we had a long one today, but we had a lot to unpack. So, I'm glad that we were able to um, get this done and uh, provide you guys with the the content that you come back for every week with us. So I really, really, truly appreciate it. So um, I did drop the um, spoilers for next week. So I hope you enjoy that. Look out for that. The week of August, what is that, the 2nd? Today is the 31st. Yeah, so, yeah, August 2nd through August the 6th. And um, we'll definitely see you know, um, what's going on next week. So I enjoyed the show with you, girl. Me too. Yep, and uh, we'll definitely see what's going to go down next week. So until then, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless Bold and the Beautiful Long Haul Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. 
also never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.